Welcome to the Unveiling Grace podcast, a place to experience a grace that heals. Allow this grace to take your life and your relationships to another level as it frees you from the weight of performance-based religion. Enjoy another episode as Joel Groh and Lynn Wilder share encouraging stories and candid dialogue that can help you experience a grace that heals. Hi, this is Joel. Welcome back to another Unveiling Grace podcast. And like we said at the end of last week's podcast, Lynn and I are going to continue our conversation with Augusta Harding. Before she joined the Mormon Church, Augusta became Miss Iceland, representing her country in London in the Miss World competition in 1956. After meeting her husband, Dan, they moved to the United States, and as we're going to see in this episode, was pursued by a prominent Mormon who very much wanted her to become his plural wife. So let's jump into this week's episode. And once again, just let me say on behalf of Lynn and myself, thank you so much for all of you who have left ratings and reviews on iTunes, who listen to us, who leave your comments. It so encourages us. And if you haven't done so, we'd really love it if you would take time to do that. And now, our continuing conversation with Augusta Harding. So anyway, so years became a blur. Now, something terribly embarrassing happened with, um, I think you need to turn this off for a minute. I need to consult with you. <laughs> okay. We can, we can do or that. He can, he can. Yeah. Oren and Dan were now in kind of a, starting an import business together from Iceland. And, mm, okay. Very, very All right. So they became, so you became friends with very the Hatches close, then. I'll say. Wow. But too close because Oren began to call me when Dan wasn't home. And okay. he began to write love songs to me, poetry, and all kinds of other things, and confessing that he was in love with me. Wow. He told okay. this to his wife eventually, and she, uh, poor Elaine, heartbroken with all these children, and came to me and said that she had given her consent that I could be Orange's wife in eternity. I could be sealed to him as one of his plural wives. Wow. And so I said, Elaine, no, wait a minute. I said, no, that's, that's, Dan and I hadn't even been to the temple yet. Mm. We knew nothing. Mm. And so okay. we, she, she proposed to me outside the church in a very windy day. And uh, I felt so horrible for her. And I felt so offended. And well, because I, you'd been told that polygamy was yes, no longer was part of the system. Yes. And here you've got a state yes. senator who's a Mormon. He wasn't a senator yet. Oh, he wasn't. He was okay. just a lawyer. Okay. And yet that teaching is in the scriptures, oh, yeah. and they do believe right. in it. They do. And I think yes. it causes many men to mm-hmm. think just like that. That's exactly right. They're Who constantly scouting the around. Next good wife. Yes. They're constantly scouting around who will be the next. So anyway, they. Um, I said, what are we going to do with Dan? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she said, well, Oren doesn't think that he's going to make it. I said, why? Well, he kind of isn't as zealous, and he, he asks too many questions, and he doesn't seem as convinced as you are. Wow. Yeah. So Oren's 
counting on or expecting mm-hmm. Dan to become yes. an apostate, right. which is going to leave you yes, free. that's right, to be his wife. Okay. So well, what? Rather than mentoring him or walking him yeah. to faith, huh? Yes. Isn't that kind of opportunistic? Now, yeah. so I'm so, so can I ask you? This is kind of personal, yes. if you don't mind. So, how old are you at this point? I was. Let's see. This was in 1966. I was 30. Okay. So I'm guessing you're still a very handsome woman. I mean, you were Miss well, Iceland, I'm still right? Doing modeling. And <laughs> were you still doing modeling and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so here, well, yeah. all right, I'm a guy, don't get me started on this, because yeah. I'm like so big on fidelity, yes. and you so often see yeah. polygamy mm-hmm. opening the door, or having allowing men to justify yes. being even socially and emotionally right. unfaithful to yes. their wives, yes. because it's justified yeah. in the One scripture. One of my favorite YouTube testimonies is Andy Poland. If people have not looked up Andy Poland's okay, testimony. I, I know the name, yes. Yeah. He, he ended up having an affair thinking yes. about the whole polygamy thing. Yeah. And it, I saw that going on later on in the wards, you know. Yes. And then, uh, well, this Oren thing, next time he came around, Dan was home. And he took him by the scruff of the neck and pushed him down the stairs. And that was wait, the wait, wait, Dan pushed Oren? Oren. So, yes. so I was going to say, so how did, how did you? the neck and said, no, she's yeah. my wife. Get out of here. You know, this yeah. is wrong. Okay. Just well, that kind of answers my question. My question was, yes. so how did you deal with this with Dan? Did you, like, tell him right I away was, as soon as I he was, got back? I have never in my life been so conflicted and torn and, 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 uh, you know, here's my husband always gone. Here's this man wooing me and pursuing me, and mm-hmm. he represents God. Right. You know, so there's a part of you that is very that taken it, it, with yes, this. It's very I affirming. Maybe this was from God. Mm. Wow. And so then he um, he said to me one time. He called me one time and said, "This is what absolutely snuffed it out for me." He called me one time and said, "Augusta." Who he was reciting poetry that he had written to me, and he said he was now our Sunday school teacher in the ward, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, "Who is your savior?" And I said, "Jesus Christ." And he goes, "Oh." And I thought, "Wait a minute, did you want me to say, Ornatch? You know?" Yeah. Yeah. Do you, what was Obviously. he looking for? Yes, and so. Thankfully to God, we were transferred out of Pittsburgh to California. Oh, praise After God. Gone, you know. Wow. But this is after, this is after you tell Dan. Our house burned down. Our house burned down. We lost almost everything. And, uh, and at the same time, we're being transferred to California. Bought a beautiful home in California. And, and uh, just, you know, now we, we still wanted to be Mormons. Right. We were still... It's, you know, yeah. we still hadn't gone to the temple, though. Okay. Huh. So, okay, so I'm going to back up wow. a little bit. Dan isn't here, because often we'll do couples, and it's like this, but I'm going to like turn to Dan and go like, so what did this do? Well, two things. What did it do to Dan and Oren's relationship? I mean, was it? It was over. So yeah. from that point, okay, that if point. you've got a guy who's propositioning your wife while right. you're gone. Yes, it was gone. Over. What did it do to Dan's view of the Mormon religion 
we thought that he was just taking the opportunity and this wasn't really the doctrine and when we ah. approached uh, the, the California bishop he said no 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 this was all wrong and and no you you are not to blame Augusta you know you know there's nothing that says you can't have a temple recommend and which we were going to get because we were going we were thinking we were going to be married in the Los Angeles temple were you aware of Doctrine and Covenants 132 at the Absolutely time? Absolutely not. Mm. Okay. Because you had been Mormons how long at this point? Oh, we were, what, we were Less than newbies. five years? Yeah, we were less than, than a year, probably. Okay, so, yeah, so, wait, okay. All right, time out here. <laughs> yeah. So you are a Mormon less than a year, yes. and you have a Mormon elder. Yeah. You have Elder Orrin Hatch, who is yeah. your Sunday school teacher, who yeah. is, in a sense in authority over you spiritually right. yeah. approaching you in proposition wooing yes. you yes wow okay i had yes. i had no idea it was that yeah. short of time yes well i'm going to refrain from commentary and just let yes. people make their own conclusions cuz yeah. one thing in the podcast we're not about and that's about bashing mormonism because within right. any religion you've got people who aren't living it mm-hmm. but i just want to say for people who are listening who are not familiar with the lds religion right. Orrin Hatch was not doing anything that Joseph Smith had not already done. True. So in terms of his mind, whether another bishop wants to say that's not what we do, in terms of the Mormon religious system, this would be considered acceptable and following Joseph's example and Brigham Young's example, and it'd be very easy for a Mormon man to justify this sort of behavior. True. Even though all Mormons wouldn't. Doctrine and Covenants 132 says that polygamy or um, the new and everlasting covenant Covenant. is an eternal principle. Correct. And even though it's been set aside. Right. Although you may not be living it here in mainstream Mormonism, Mm -hmm. you can get sealed to more than one woman in the temple and expect to have them in the next life. I understand that the the current current prophet is, is, yes. Yes, Yes. sealed Um, to two women. Yeah, as to section 132, which was to horrify me later, and which really speaks so loudly of the false prophet that he was. Joseph Smith, yes. Yes, that he speaks to his wife, Emma, and commands her to receive and accept all those virgins that the Lord will give him. Yes. You know, how married women could be virgins, and he had plenty of married women. I don't know. Yeah, well, he did. He he had 12 Mm -hmm. women that he married, that were already married to other men. Yes. So... And here he is threatening with, with the words of of the Lord. I, the Lord, you know, command my, my handmaiden, handmaiden Emma. Emma. Yes. And and to think mm-hmm. that he threatens her with destruction if yes. she doesn't receive them in the scriptures. Well, still she never there. did. She hated this and denied polygamy till the day she died. Yes. When, yep. But see, he was destroyed. Right. You Joseph see, was. Here's a blatantly false prophecy. While denying that he was yes. practicing it That's a right. month or so yes. before, before he died. Yes. Right. And, and when at the time he had more than 41. Right. Exactly. And so for anybody who's kind of exactly. interested in the subject of polygamy, in the show notes yeah. we'll link to, because IRR has a whole page with yeah. probably over a dozen articles on the history of polygamy, where it came from, mm-hmm. 
how it's been justified. So if this is a topic that's fascinating to you, and it is a fascinating topic, yes. in the show notes we'll put a link to where you can find information yes. to do the research. We should probably interview some folks who have left polygamy and gone to uh, Christianity. Doris mm -hmm. Hansen is in ministry. And yes. Right, and has folks. a lot of connections. So, so I want to get back to... I'm going to get back to your story. So what does this do for you okay, and Dan's we're relationship? We're in California now. And we begin to nice attend house. the assigned ward, of course, you know. Mm -hmm. And this isn't Pittsburgh. Gone are the dances and plays and all this, you know, fun and games. And that you had in Pittsburgh. Yes. It's very social. old yeah. people that are sleeping on the stage. <laughs> we could be high priests. Oh my God, we're horrified. And at the same time, we're being wooed by these beautiful mountains and ocean. And we had a swimming pool, and we didn't want to go to this dry, old, daughtery, you know, like an right? old people's home mm -hmm. every Sunday. So we became inactive. We just drifted into activity, plus the whole fiasco in Pittsburgh. You see. Right. And, and we just drifted back into our old lives. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we had, I had four children while we were in, in California. So now Dan is moved from California a couple of years later to Pitt, to Pitt, to uh, uh, Missouri, to uh, Kansas City, Missouri. He's okay. now working for Hallmark greeting cards mm -hmm. as a representative, sales representative. And so marketing manager. And so while we're there, we have another baby, but I had still enough Mormonism in me to ask them to dedicate, to have her dedicated when she was a baby. Mm. Oh, wow, okay. okay. Yes. And the visiting teachers kept coming and everything. Well, and the Kansas City area is yes. full of Mormons because very, of very. Independence, Missouri. We tried to go to church there, but you know we knew that somehow we just didn't fit in yet. Um, then we were transferred to Chicago, and Chicago is where our marriage absolutely fell apart. Wow. And uh, Dan had bought a huge store in Chicago. He was gone all the time. It was uh, the biggest auto parts store in, in Chicago at the time. Wow. You can imagine how busy he was. Yes. And uh, I, I left. I took half of our belongings, went to Iceland. Because you're at home now, How? what are the ages of you? You have five children now, right? I have five children now. And they're from what age to what age? She was, they were from, oh goodness, don't ask me. I don't know how old they are now. Uh, <laughs> the no, youngest, the she was two problem. years old. Our youngest was two years old. Heather. And your oldest was what? Uh, our oldest 10, 11, was born 12? in 1956. But, yeah. So, but still at home. You've yeah. got them all at home. We had them all at home. You're trying to and single parent. Yeah. Our oldest son stayed with Dan, and uh, he was helping him in the auto parts store. And I took the girls to Iceland. We were wow. never gonna, you know, this is it, Dan. You know, we're 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 got, we're split up forever. Furniture's on the way. You know, my piano is at the on the high seas, coming back to Iceland, and I'm now gonna be an Icelandic woman. That lasted about three weeks. Really? So by the time the furniture came to Iceland, I was back with Dan. Wow. And now I said to him, Dan, you quit drinking, we quit smoking. Now, if this marriage is going to last, we have to have God in our lives. Mm. Wow. And we have to go to church again. Mm. 
And he agreed, but he said, no, but I'll never stop drinking. And about two weeks later, of course, he had stopped drinking for, for life. Hmm. Okay. So what church did you end up finding? Arlington Heights in Chicago. We went to, Bishop had an interview with us, started grooming us for the temple. Okay. And all of that was happening. And then shortly after that, we were transferred to Indianapolis, to Carmel. Okay. Wow. So here is where it all happened. Here's where the Harding family became this golden Mormon family. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. We went to the Washington, D.C. temple, we were, which was a really funny incident happened there. We were sealed, you know, and married okay. and all of that. Signed, sealed, and not delivered. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh. our kids were sealed to us and blah, blah, blah. So I, at some point, are we going to hear what happened in the temple? Yes, because you all right, <laughs> because no, okay. my curiosity is yeah. is up. So all right. Anyway, so you want to go into the temple? Yeah, so yeah. We, let us know because we I were think of course told that that every sing that that this, the the people who were the welcoming people or the ones that signed you in right. <clears throat> at the temple could discern if you had any sin in your life. Yes. Yes. Because there's no unworthy person. were not knocking. I mean, nannies were knocking. And I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to see I'm a big sinner. Because somehow, although I couldn't think of anything I had really particularly done, <laughs> I knew that I was a sinner. <laughs> and uh, they would surely see it. I was amazed when they said, come on in and stand my, you know, stand my your recommend, recommend mm. and all of that. And we flew in there and wow, and there's this big, beautiful mural of the second coming and, the, you know, goats on the left and the sheep on the right, you know, that one. Yeah. And uh, overwhelmingly impressive. And we were separated. Our kids were taken somewhere else. And here I am going to be married to Dan again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm in this cubicle, told to strip, of course, as we all were at the time. Yes. And... Uh, so the matron came in and said, yeah, okay, you put on this shield, which was open on the sides then. And I thought, oh, this is all so exotic and strange. And so I, 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 I get out of this cubicle, and she said, oh, honey, you forgot something. And I thought, what? What did I do wrong already? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, well, you have to lock your locker. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, with your personal belongings. I said, it's only my clothes. She said, oh, honey, things are stolen here all the time. Oh, my heart, inside the temple. Inside the temple. And I'm, I'm, my mind is racing, and I'm thinking, I've been told that this is where Satan is not allowed, the only place on earth where the cream of the crop of the righteous go, and they steal my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yes. I wow. used to always say, why yes. do we have to why? lock up things? I in mean, the I temple? didn't even lock my locker at the Y. You yes. Know? And wow. my clothes were never stolen. So then, <laughs> that was a big letdown. So now they're doing the washings and anointings and going all these body parts, and, you know, I'm going to be this queen of the priest and, you know, priesthood and all of this. Right. And, and uh, here come the undergarments and. And then finally I saw Dan and I almost burst out laughing because Dan had a very big head and they had given him this tiny little cap on top of his head and he looked <laughs> like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> yeah, the tall. You know, yes. yep. and, and, uh, but oh, he looked at me with eyes of love 
This is when men and women were separated during the endowment. Okay. And uh, so the endowment begins and all this, you know, all these handshakes and all these grips. And, and I'm absolutely bewildered as to what, am I dreaming this? Is this some bad dream maybe? Yes. Because I thought this is so too odd, you know, and all this green apron stuff and, and, and this, and Lucifer appearing in the film saying, if you do not keep all the, all the covenants that you mm -hmm. take here today, you are, they are mine. Yes. And I'm thinking, am I swearing my soul to Satan? Mm -hmm. Furthermore, we had to take oaths with the thumb under the left ear, drawing it quickly across the throat, mm -hmm. yes. also the breast and the abdomen. And, and and all of this, oh my goodness, it was horrifying to me. So now is that Supper. back? Is that back when you would show the sign, or would you also state the penalty? We had to state the penalty. So it was yeah. both stating the penalty and yeah. showing yeah. the penalty. Yeah, we did show how my we I would had to say how my life will be taken. Otherwise, yes. your life will be taken. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And so uh, finally, if you reveal yes what you or do not live up to the covenant, or do not yes. right, mm -hmm. you have made in the temple. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now we're at the veil, which is a point where there's this big, huge sheet with, with cutouts, and there's a hand that comes, and where, where was the, it was totally Masonic. We didn't know that, of course. And I had to put my foot to this man and his hand. And his oh, that hand was when they were doing the five, five points oh, yeah. of fellowship. Five yeah. points of fellowship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he comes with his arm around my waist, and I'm repeating what this woman is coaching me to say. What is this? It's the you know it's a sign of the blah blah blah. Sure sign of the nail and blah blah blah. Right. So I'm to give my my name, my secret name, and I I whispered Esther. My name was Esther, and so this man pulls me through, and here's Dan, and he's giving me a hug and everything, and so we go into the celestial room, and I thought, okay, here's where they're going to explain the whole thing. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> All you do is sit. And we're just and listening take... to the tinkling of the, you know, chandeliers. Of the uh -huh. and, and we're looking at each other totally phony and say, wasn't this beautiful? Yeah, it really was. But I could tell that poor Dan had a hard time saying, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I said, what did you think of my name? And I see this horrifying blank. He didn't And hear I thought, it. no. You didn't already forget my name. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, you're supposed to know me by this name. Yes, yes and I had because heard that's how he resurrects that you, He would right? have to resurrect me by Calls the name, and he already forgot name. it. So, so was said, it really I him said, you whispered it to, or was it to the he, worker yeah, behind the veil? Yeah, he was right there behind the veil okay. with the guy, with the worker behind the veil. Because this was our first time. Right. You know, this is our wedding, you know. <laughs> We're to be sealed. <laughs> and so uh, I said to him, Dan, you have to tell somebody to tell. I said, Dan, I'll give you a hint. She swims. You know, I'm thinking of Esther Williams. And you're not allowed to tell him in no, this No, not yeah. flicker, you know. So I said, I'm almost in tears. So here, here's the matron of the temple. She was a very tall woman. She comes sailing like a schooner, you know, in all her veils. <laughs> and she says, is there a problem? And I Because she can see the two of you. Said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot my name. <laughs> and she goes, oh, my, 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 my. <laughs> it was a huge thing, you know. Poor Dan is 
you know. Oh, he's just mortified at this point. Poor guy. Well, we had to go through a whole new session. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Did they at least use the same name? Same name. For that? Then I Well, sure, same name, same day. Yes. Yeah. Then we realized that everybody got that name that time, right. you know, so it was nothing special. So that was our oh, horrifying. Wow. Then we were sealed, and the guy forgot my name, and he forgot my, he couldn't pronounce Guimestotter. I mean, who can outside of Iceland? Nobody, yes. you know, poor man. So anyway, we finally got it over with. and So, uh, so did you and Dan, were you committed enough that you didn't talk about it back at home. You Absolutely never talked out of sleep. Okay. But when we saw each other in the garments, in the undergarments, the secret underwear that we were never supposed to remove except for bathing and, and you know, changing daily. Mm-hmm. Dan looked at me and said, Well, that's very good birth control because that's the that's the most unattractive piece of garment <laughs> oh. I've ever seen on your body. So <laughs> That's what every wife wants to hear from yes, her husband, really. right? Yes. Oh, so anyway, man. but we were diligent, and we kept getting callings, and mine were usually in the Relief Society as a teacher, okay, and teacher of young women, uh, and uh, so forth. I was often yeah, wow. yeah. Well, wow. we have actually covered enough time for two episodes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so this is great. So we'll we'll divide it up, yeah. but. Um, there's more to your story, but I want to give you a break. Yes. And so, yeah, we have to get the whole coming out. Yes. So we're just going to take a pause here and just to our listeners say, hey, everybody, stay tuned. The rest of Augusta's story is coming. Thanks for being a part of the Unveiling Grace podcast. Uh, it's a place where real people experience a grace that heals like Dan and Augusta did like so many others. So Augusta's story is going to continue in the next episode and we'll pick up there. Cannot wait. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Unveiling Grace podcast. Join us next time for another conversation devoted to helping your life and relationships flourish. As always, you can find show notes, program transcripts, and leave us your comments and questions at unveilinggracepodcast.com. For a limited time, we are offering the Wilder's book, Seven Reasons We Left Mormonism, for a donation of any amount. Go to unveilinggracepodcast.com and click on the free book button to request yours. We greatly appreciate your support for the Unveiling Grace podcast, where you can experience a grace that heals. Mm